0: Hey there, how are you guys doing? My name is Priyash Raman from the Your Trainee Programme podcast. Good to have you guys back today. The Your Trainee Programme podcast is a podcast about personal development. And it's actually all about making personal development all accessible for you guys. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to subscribe on www.yourtraineeprogram.com and you will receive my free Effective Conversations Cheat Sheet, which will help you to manage your conversations in the best way you can. And today we will be talking about curiosity. Curiosity. Why is curiosity one of my number one skills and how did it help me as a business intelligence advisor and how does it still help me as a manager? And even in private life, curiosity is very important. So I'm going to talk to you why it's important for your career and how you are going to benefit from it. Why is it important? Being curious isn't always as standard as we wish it would be. In today's life, we usually have a lot of assumptions, opinions and judgments, which won't always bring you further in connecting with others. It also doesn't even bring us closer to our goals either. Usually, we need to reach our goals and need to reach results and stuff like that. We have customers, we have bosses, we have relationships and we uh, we have to look at a lot of factors which influence the way We perceive the world in the way we really act as ourselves. This can also cause misinterpretation, which is easily led to because of we were people, we are making assumptions and that doesn't help us in effective conversations either. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to build stronger relationships and reach goals more effective by being genuinely curious. So make sure to listen through as I'm going to give you my ultimate tip for recognizing habits and breaking them. Probably if you have made it to this podcast episode, it means that you have learned a lot during your journey in life and in your career. You also probably use a lot of what you have learned during your life. So I want to take a real life example. If it rains outside, you will get wet. So what do you do? You bring your umbrella. If you exceed the speed limit in traffic, You get a ticket, so you try to stay within the limits. And if you see clouds, you assume that it might rain and you might bring your umbrella anyway. This is awesome and makes us very complex, intelligent species. So imagine if you had to discover that you would get wet in the rain every single day. And I need to tell you, I'm living in the Netherlands and it's very rainy out here. How would it even look like? it would actually mean that you had to go to the same learning experience day by day by day. And if we translate that to our communication with other people, we might have the same idea about what, what people think or what might happen if you say something in particular. Because we learn by our experience. If someone reacts a certain way in a certain situation, we will take that behavior and the outcome to another situation. But the interesting thing is in human interaction we can't really tell how people are going to react because mind reading still isn't the thing unfortunately. It's 2022 now and mind reading is, isn't still mainstream. Nobody can mind read. It's not accessible for the normal folks and maybe Google will invent it one day but we're not at that point right now. And yet I still hear this phrase almost every day. I thought you meant this, or I thought we were going to do it this way. Let's take the umbrella example for a small second. What if we translate this to human interaction? Let's say you met with your friend two Mondays in a row, 7 o'clock, at a local pub. You guys had fun, drank a couple of beers, glasses of wines or whatever, and then went home again. The next Monday, you're at home reading a book at at 7 o'clock. Your friend calls you to ask where you are. You tell him that you're at home reading this great book which you purchased earlier and while you enthusiastically tell him what it's about you get interrupted and your friend asks you why are you not in a pub? That's an assumption. But is this a valid assumption? No, of course this isn't a valid assumption. And while this looks like a silly example we all have a tendency to make assumptions and react on it on a particular way. So, this tells us that in human interaction, we have to check and verify if we completely understand each other and if we are still on the same page. Do you have to do this at every sentence? No, please don't do that. Unless you want your colleagues and relationships to think that you went absolutely crazy, yet you can perform this exercise in your head. And I'm going to tell you how in a second. It's my number one tip for how to remain curious. Although this sounds really simple, I found it quite hard to master. Even though I haven't mastered it ever since and I'm still practicing and learning and discovering my own behavior. I want you to pay close attention to your next conversation and recognize when you say or think the following phrase. Oh yeah, I get you. Oh yeah, I know what you're you're talking about. I understand. Usually accompanied by nodding your head. I'm telling you here and now in the open, it's a trap. Believe me, it's a trap. Understand me well, I'm not saying that you don't have a clue what it is about. But if you would ask an open question then, you would probably get at least 30% more information than you have right now making an assumption. I have seen a lot of books on communication in my career and during my journey about asking questions, asking the right questions, asking open questions, asking closed questions. But not a single of them is talking about curiosity. And in a second I will tell you about what is the link about being curious and asking the right questions. So setting a goal to remain curious and ask why, what, how, when questions more often can be easy. But how are you really getting something out of a conversation which aligns with your goal. Well, if you find the, if you have found the trap on yourself, the head nodding, the, I completely understand it. Then you can take some serious interventions. So what do I do when I discover that I'm trapped in my own master trap, which I laid out for myself and fell right into it? I get alerted and tell myself the following. I am a complete idiot and I know nothing. Do I say this out loud? Of course not. People would declare me crazy. What do you think I am, an idiot? No, no, just internally. This gives me the signal that I can and should start asking questions like, what do you mean exactly? Or how does it look? Or why do you say that? And suddenly I get lots of information. Information which I otherwise would perhaps fill with my own ideas and my own assumptions. This gives me the opportunity to really pick someone's brain and see things from their perspective because I'm not filling in the blanks myself. What is the difference between you and an 8-year-old? You already have seen and learned a lot in your life and have the ability to extrapolate information to different settings. The 8-year-old hasn't and still sees the world filled with astonishment. And therefore asks a lot of questions. So I encourage you to unleash the 8-year-old from the inside yourself. And start showing interest in the people which you are surrounded by. This will help you to build better and more effective relationships. So to come back to the relationship between questions and curiosity. What is the relationship? Asking questions And the books, which I told you about earlier, are about methods. They talk about how you can ask better questions, what kind of questions you can ask, and which questions work best in different situations. Curiosity, on the other hand, is an internal skill. It allows you to remain some kind of childish curiosity, uh, compared to your partner in your conversation. In that way, if you're curious in his or her world, his or her feelings or the other side of the story, it gives you an internal trigger and drive to ask other questions and to see the perspective of the other person. And it's not a method, it's more something internally, but you just have to trigger it from the inside. And to make this more clear, I want to give you an example, which hopefully also works for you. Besides my drive to be the best version of myself in my career, I also have some hobbies. And I hope you do have some hobbies because it's very healthy to do other stuff than just focus on your career at some times. One of my hobbies is the gym. I'm interested in lifting weights And I want to learn about this subject and do all kinds of research. What are the best techniques? Which weights are more effective for building muscle? Do protein shakes help? Which which protein shake is the best? Etc. Etc. And why am I saying this? I'm saying this because this is a subject where my attention is naturally drawn to. I don't have to look for questions or topics because I have a natural interest in this subject it's intrinsic motivation and because of it is being intrinsic motivation it helps me to study the subject in a way i couldn't have if this topping was nothing for me or if i had no natural interest or intrinsic motivation for the subject and just to point out the differences if you look at it this way you might also experience that there are some things which you have intrinsic motivation for And if you compare that and take the step into your work, you might benefit in the same way if you approach a subject with the same curiosity like described in this example. And if you do so, you might learn a lot about your subject more than you would have ever thought of. And just a small side note, I do want to point out that questions and types of questions are really important. And it's important to know which question to ask for uh, ...in different locations. But that is a whole other lesson. And if this is new information to you... ...I strongly encourage you to dive into types of questions... ...and when to ask questions, when to ask open questions... ...how to ask more open questions... ...because that also gives you more information about a certain subject. But this is more uh, on uh, beneath the surface. It's about curiosity. It's about your will to learn more about a subject, a person, to make you more effective. And you will strongly benefit from this, especially if you're uh, working a lot with people in advisory, as a manager or whatever, then you can strongly benefit from it. And I encourage you to try this in your techniques and to incorporate it in your style of leadership or in your style of advisory. And that was actually it for today. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode and i hope you have some examples which you can test in your career and in your daily routine to try and to become the best version of yourself which you can be and i'd love to hear from you what your top tips are for remaining curious leave them in the comments send me an email or a message and i will always reply to you Uh, and yeah if this was your first time here or you haven't subscribed yet don't forget to subscribe for the podcast. You can find it on yourtraineeprogram.com. And you can also find us on Spotify, so you can take this podcast on a walk, on your daily drive, uh, on your commute, or wherever you want to, just to make things easier for you. And if you like this podcast and it helps you, I, it would really help me and the rest of the world, which can benefit from it, if you leave an honest review. Let me know if this helps you out in your daily search for personal development. And, what you, and let me know what you want to see featured in this show. And I'll make sure to get back to you about it. I wish you a pleasant, productive working week. And I hope to see you back soon. Cheers.